This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of From Blended to Besties. Hello. We are on episode 13, and I think this is the official last episode. I think so. For the season. Lucky number 13. Yes. Um, cause we've been doing it for a long time for season two. So we're ready to start off a new season. Mm-hmm. We are ending. Oh, wait, are we going to talk about something before? I always forget we talk about stuff before. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, our sister accounts because I feel like we should. Yes. Uh, oh, maybe what we have going on this weekend. We're going to Southerland this weekend. Yes. We're going to Southerland. I know we said that on a podcast before that we were going and they, they rescheduled it for two weeks out. So we're officially fingers crossed with no rain going this Saturday. Um, if you guys are not following us on Instagram and TikTok under our new handle, it's an additional handle, Moms of Tampa Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. We'll be showing sneak peeks there as we try a hundred different seltzers. Yes. Um, and our behind the scenes while we're at Seltzerland will only be on Moms of Tampa Happy Hour on Instagram. Yes. So if you guys follow us on social media and enjoy following us on social media, we will be sticking to our certain niches only on. So Moms Tampa Beauty will have all of our Makeup. Makeup and skincare. We get asked about that all the time. What do we do for our hair, clothes, whatever. It's only going to be there from now on. Happy hour accounts will be the same. Our drinks that we make, things that we're trying, things when we're out in Tampa Bay will only be on those handles from now on. And we're going to keep Moms of Tampa very, like, Tampa moms-based. Yes. Very, like, generic and simple. If you guys don't know how many handles, we have a shit ton of handles. We're all over the place. Moms of Tampa, Moms of Tampa Beauty, Moms of Tampa Happy Hour, and then obviously our podcast that can be found on the podcast streaming services and the video version on YouTube. Yes. Moms of Tampa Happy Hour is on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. And I like those because they're more, like, less about the kids. Like, our Moms of Tampa accounts, we do have the kids. We have our family. It's, you know, very co-parenting, family Mm mom-based. These other accounts allow us to be a little more ourselves, and you guys get to see us as adults and moms. Not so much moms, but women and just adults without feeling the pressure to, like, be moms. You know, we do have different sides to us besides just being moms, you know? Yeah. And so Um, it's a good way to get to know us over there as well. Yes. Um, and then as for today's episode, we're going to be ending it talking about whether or not co-parenting is a trend. Um, it was a topic that I wanted to bring up because when we first started doing Moms of Tampa on social media, co-parenting wasn't a thing, or at least it wasn't a a thing to promote and do videos of. So it was something that people really thought was rare. They thought it was kind of weird. And now when you log on TikTok and Instagram, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, so just talking about whether it's a trend or not. I know people used to say that they would give us like two or three years of being friends before we fell out and that we were just doing it for the views. Um, so I figured we even though well. we were friends two or three years before I we even started posting about it. But haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Yep. So the first point we have is how co-parenting was viewed when we first started until now. Um, when we were on social media in the beginning, I think the only other co-parenting duo that we knew of was april and low yes um april and low they are co-parenting past chaos and they were on we saw them on tiktok yeah 
and we were like, holy crap, like, I want to be like them. Well, we were already co-parenting, but we were just, yes. like, goals like that. They were the only ones who were making it seem like it was normal to be friends yes. with, like, the ex and new wife and stuff. And even mm-hmm. they got comments that it was weird and it was awkward. And they Their were just comment like, section was horrible. Yeah. Like, I remember going through their videos and I was sending screenshots to Tiffany and I'm like, oh, my God. These guys are getting ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. For doing something, you would think that, like – we were like talking about doing like drugs or something in front of our kids. Like something that would like <laughs> really be hated on. We're just talking about how we like blended our families and people really, really, really hate that. Yeah. I especially in the beginning, I mean the the comments that we got, the amount of times that I just cried with just people being so mean, thinking that it's fake, thinking that we're like hurting the kids in some way and just like I don't know. They were just so mad to see us like bring up co-parenting and bringing up being friends. And it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot in the beginning. And the fact that people were like, y'all are weird. This is weird. Like just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't something that you saw on the for you page when you'd be scrolling. Like you would never see anything co-parenting related or a stepmom and a bio mom together. So I know that it was new for people, but I did not know they were going to hate it as much as they did when they saw it. People tend to if if you come across something you don't understand or you don't really have any information on the the first thing they do is they're they're a hater yeah like so if it's something that you've never heard of or you know it's something you can't do hate automatically like yeah you're a hater you become a hater like it's sad that it's that way but you know that's just the way our society is yeah and then now you fast forward till now that we've been doing this officially for a little, well, officially for a year, unofficially for a little over a year. Um, the co-parenting hashtag and the blended family family hashtag on TikTok is like in the millions and billions mm-hmm. and stuff. Like there's so many people that are doing it and they're just like coming out of the woodworks that I was like, where were y'all a year ago? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, we, not to toot our own horn or anything, but we inspired a lot of families not only to blend their own families but the families that were already blended to do it on social media yeah to come to, out with it to come out with it like we've gotten so many messages from people being like you guys were the ones that inspired us and we started our channel because of you guys yeah so it's just insane. i think that's why you're starting to see not just because of us because again april and low were doing it yeah but a lot of people saw us on tiktok and on instagram and stuff and we're like hey we're not saying that we you know we're like hey we, we blended our families, so we're going to do it too. But yeah. they we inspired them to share their story on social media as well. Yeah. But there were the people that were like, hey, you know, you inspired me to reach out to my son's stepmom or whatever. And a lot of people who were just, like, friendly with each other and just, like, kind. And they were like, hey, maybe we can push this, like, to a friendship. Because I'm sure there was a bunch of women out there that were like, I didn't know that I could. I mean, I knew I could be kind and respectful. I didn't know I could reach out to her. I'm like, hey, let's go get a drink, girl. And it's like, mm-hmm. why not? Like, she's a person like any other any other girl like mm-hmm. she just happened to be with your husband at one point but it's fine <laughs> yeah um but we've met so many other amazing co-mamas um that's tiktok can't not handle hashtag is starting to come out which i think is super cool because i don't even know like what to describe it because it's not like all of us are friends it's like you and i friends but like co-mamas has been used a lot and i thought that's like a cute little thing yeah like you and my co-parent but you and i are co-mamas we're co-mamas yep I love that. So um, it's been amazing seeing other people doing that. We found so many other um, co-mamas that we befriended through this um, and seeing them share their story. Because even though we all do something similar, everyone has a completely different story. 
I love that for you. Sorry, I got a wedgie. I'm trying to get it off camera. <laughs> All right. His new shorts. The funny thing is, girl, you're only half off camera. Oh, whoops. <laughs> it's okay. You're going to see the wedgie picking part. that's why you follow us on YouTube. So you can see the behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, we've met so many like women who, even though they do similar things to us, their stories are so different. Like I actually mm-hmm. sat down, um, we follow another group. Um, they're called blended mamas, uh, Maria and Sam. And they are the cutest. They are if you're not following them. You definitely should. We should have them on our podcast one day. We should. They're super sweet. We love them. Um, I was listening to their story because they were talking about their story and how they started co-parenting and how they really didn't have any drama or anything, kind of like us with the indifference thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maria, the um, – no, I'm sorry, Sam, the the baby mama, she had known of Sam, of Maria. I'm so sorry. I'm getting the names mixed up. We did a salsa review before this. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she knew her through, I guess, her and the now husband had worked at Starbucks together. So, like, she knew of her and she thought she was a sweet girl and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's a cute, like, little transition of them, you know, not becoming t- or separating and then seeing the other girl. And it was kind of like a, a very fluid transition, like mm-hmm. how you would hope and expect to have your situation be. And then you see the other situations, like we saw um, the Sultans where they had, like, a toxic uh, separation and whatnot, and then they took them a while to become friends and stuff like that. Did they that. really? I don't really mm-hmm. know their story. So I started following them a while ago. They popped up on my For You page, and I was like, damn, they were so cute. It was more – it was their husbands who were friends yeah. because the, the baby daddy wasn't – Nathan wasn't with anyone. He wasn't with mm-hmm. anyone. So it was the husband and the baby daddy who became friends, yes. which I thought was a, a – Unique. An, uh, yeah, it was yeah, like the opposite thing. dynamic, and I was like, damn, that's awesome. Um, so I started following them, but I don't actually know, like, their whole story. Yeah. I just followed them, and I was like, girl, I love you, and, I, you know, commenting on all that stuff, and she said, like, I was the first big creator that started following her, and she said she fangirled, and I was like, girl, you don't be fangirl over me, but, uh, yeah, so I don't actually know. I'll have to do some, because we are going away for a girls' weekend. Yeah. And Mary, the mom of the Solsons, is coming. So I need, I need to brush up a little bit. Yeah, I, I was listening. I was just trying to see all the stories of how everyone came to be, because we're always sharing our story, and I see other co-mamas, and I was like, I'm curious to see their stories. And I saw her story, and it was her and Nathan not having. It was like a very, like, nasty separation and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. That she posted on social media. You guys can see it on there. I'm not going to spill any tea on here. I have to go look for that the um, next day. But they worked on being friends. And then, yes, her husband, I believe his name is Joshua. I can't remember. Um, yes, Josh. Befriended Nathan. And now they work in the same job together or whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's just – it kind of worked out that way. And just to see that, like, even though they are co-parenting and they're blended, they started with the high men's primarily yeah. – Or with the high conflict. And then the men becoming friends, not like a female thing like us where we kind of just did it, um, which is kind of – amazing to see because you know men are very prideful sometimes and they're not willing to do that so i think it's super cool and i also think it's super cute that all of us like the blended mom was assaulted all of us are like so blended that even the other kids that have been happening uh, that were born after the second marriage they're a part of it and you see like nathan holding mary's like daughter and then you see like uh sam holding the baby like everyone's just like it doesn't matter it's who so gave blended, birth to the kid yes. and who's the family yeah it's everyone's one big happy family so i mean who really cute. wins in the situation it's the kids yeah. who don't feel like like the way that i grew up you know dad's house mom's house like yeah. they're so blended it's it makes my heart so happy and they're not even gonna know like when people are talking about like toxic divorce and like mm-hmm. picking the mom or picking dad they're just gonna grow up and be like why would you guys have to do that? like i never had to do that 
Yeah. Like let's, and then God forbid, you know, like we, I want to say this too, because I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, like we're not saying, you know, this needs to be the norm. You yeah. Know, this, this is worst case scenario. I mean, obviously if you get married, you should work on your marriage and you should try your hardest to stay married. Getting divorced was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. It was the hardest decision mm-hmm. for both parties, him and I both, like it was not easy. We're not glorifying it at all. We took a bad situation and turned it into something positive yes um so yeah god forbid you know our our kids get married and they're at a point where you know we would encourage them to make sure you know this person's the one you know whatever mm-hmm. god forbid they get divorced showing them you know like hey you know well my my parents went through this you know this yeah. is how i grew up you know they made it work let's you know reaching out to the other spouses you know new spouse whatever let's let's make this a positive thing instead of hate yeah which is what we could have easily done 100 percent, because you know we grew up that way and you know we were like could have used the excuse of well this is the way it was done for me and we didn't know any better like is it like is that going to be healthy for us with being friends was that going to mess up your guys's parenting plan or divorce or anything like that so it was definitely something that no one ever really knows um kind of going into i'm going to switch the second and third around um should more co-parents be friends because other people are doing it People think all the time that because we show it on social media that we're telling people, like, you need to be besties like, this with is your ex. Way. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is how you have to do it if you're divorced to, to have a happy relationship. And I hope no one ever gets that idea because um, we definitely didn't go into, you know, me getting with Mike and finding out he has an ex-wife. And I'm like, she's going to be my best friend one day. You know what? She don't <laughs> like me no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just it happens and I feel like a lot of people see it I mean I even see it in the comments sometimes people are like I wish I was best friends with like the ex-wife or like the new wife and stuff like that and I'm like you don't have to wish that like you don't have to have that because it may not be possible and it may not be healthy for you it could turn Mm -hmm. into a messier thing um we're just saying showing like it happened it just like fell into place essentially and it happened because we get along well like don't force yourself to have things in common with someone you genuinely don't know if you don't have anything in common and like sometimes it, it's okay because me and my best, me and my other best friend, like we don't really have a lot of things in common. It's more of like an opposites attracts kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. she's not super into makeup. You know, we both like to drink. That's basically like our only thing we have in common. I love that for y'all. Uh, like we are definitely not, we don't have nearly the amount of things that Tiffany and I have in common, but we've been best friends since eighth grade. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you don't have to have a million things in common with someone to be friends with them. Also to touch back, when Tiffany and I, you know, started talking, the goal was not to be friends. One day I'm going to be best friends with her. It was getting healthy communication mm-hmm. between the households. And I knew I wasn't going to have that with my ex. So mm-hmm. it was trying someone else and just getting the po- getting to the point where we could have healthy communication regarding school with Michael, regarding just problems we were having at home and pick up and drop off. Like just yeah. someone I could talk to that I didn't have to go through my ex because him and I were very toxic at the time. So going through that, we ended up just casually talking about other things as, you know, women like to talk, at least me and my friends. Yeah. Um, and it, it grew into something else over time, but I wasn't like, I'm going to befriend this friend or so, you know, she could be on my team or whatever. Yeah. It was just trying to get information from point A to point B in a healthy way. Yeah. And that was the initial thing that I always want people to just keep in mind that it's not just to like, don't go into co-parenting, like trying to like force that friendship, like just give it time. Like co-parenting should be first at the end of the day. Like even though Megan and I are friends, like the co-parenting and the the relationship that they have for the sake of Michael is the most important thing. 
Um, cause that's basically what started all of it. And it, it's, how do you say it? God, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know time. what you're saying or else I would help you. <laughs> like it's the main priority. Yeah. Like not, I mean, not that our friendship isn't the main priority, but like so many people who want to be friends with the ex-spouse and stuff like that. It's like, make sure y'all, y'all are stable in the co-parenting relationship yes, and that foundation that you for have sure. for the child before you try to form that friendship. Because like when people say all the time, when you might have an issue, like, how do I deal with it? Like if you guys didn't have a stable co-parenting relationship, like it'd be so weird, like picking and choosing between mm-hmm. like friend and husband. If we didn't have that thing, like y'all co-parenting relationship is between y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like keeping in mind and reminding people that because I know they see us like being friends and people, you know, see that the positives and they're like, oh, I want to go and have fun and whatnot. And it's like, you still have to keep in mind that co-parenting is very serious. It's not always fun in games. And that has to be something that you can't be friends with someone and then something negative happens and you're like, our friendship is ruined. You yeah, have to exactly. handle that in a healthy way because it's going to not just damage your friendship, it's going to damage the co-parenting relationship. And sometimes, you know, you have to if you want a genuine relationship like what we have as we you have to separate the two too yeah you, have, you can't take in you know I'm I'm mad at my ex-husband and you know I'm, I'm gonna take it out on you yeah. or if it's something that you agree with him on that that's okay you got to respect that yeah you know and I can't be like well our friendship's fucked because you yeah know what I mean like you have to keep the two separate I mean we say it all the time like we both wear many hats like yep Sometimes I need a, a co-parenting partner to talk about certain issues, but sometimes I just need to vent to a friend. Yes. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. I need to vent mom to mom, you mm-hmm. know, just you have to wear a lot of different hats to have this and you, and you have to seriously be able to differentiate between all of them because you can't, you can't bring that shit in because it'll just, you'll ruin your relationship. Yeah. And just to take it seriously or to take it, the, the two separate parts seriously. I saw one time I'm on several different stepmom pages on um, Facebook and someone had stated that they were friendly with the bio mom to the point where they were hanging out all the time. And then one time the bio mom did a family party or something and invited the ex's family, but didn't invite the stepmom and she was offended. And there were so many people were like, you have to like, you can't get offended, like separate the two. Cause now you're questioning your friendship over something mm-hmm. that couldn't be a big deal. And like, if you're going to be friends and co-parenting together, you can't just be like, I hate you one day and I'm not going to talk to you. And then I'm friends with you the next day. I know that people do that in friendships. Sometimes you can't do that in a co-parenting relationship. There is no way that that's going to work. Where like, you can hate someone and be like, I'm done. I'm not going to be best friends, but you still have to see them the next day for like child drop off. <laughs> like I wouldn't be dealing with that in a friendship anyway. Just me personally I don't I don't do that you can get into arguments and stuff and you can take a step back and that's fine take a break yeah but if you're telling me you hate me and we're not gonna be friends anymore then girl we're not gonna be friends anymore funny how you say that (laughs) that's just me though you said you hated me yesterday when we went to the gym (laughs) you forced me to go to the gym on speed and agility day and I'm still sore that was different though but I still your your worst friend I ever had yesterday and I told everyone at that gym that I hated her so much for forcing me to go I know you even told a lady when that lady was like don't bad mouth me on social media and you're like I'm not bad mouthing you I'm bad mouthing her so um yeah and then the last point we have is how we feel about other co-mamas um because I've seen a lot of co-parenting people on tiktok there's a lot there's a lot of people that I can see, Megan and I, in their relationships. There's people that I've seen that I don't even follow or acknowledge them or anything like that, that it feels very forced. Like, it feels like yes. they're kind of doing it because they see it as a trend. 
where I've only ever seen them on social media, like doing a TikTok dance together. But if you look anywhere else, they're not together. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're using all the hashtags, co-parenting, blended family. But like the kids have never met. And I'm just like, that's not like, that's not a blended family, essentially. And I know you're trying to say it because it's like a trend and you want to be within it. But I'm like, why are you forcing it? Like you have other niches. And I know you have other niches. Um, Niches? Niches. Niches. Um, but it's like, you're getting into the co-parenting thing now and it just kind of makes no sense. And is there a difference between co-parenting and a blended family? A hundred percent. Cause you can co-parent and not be blended. blended. Yeah. We're blended. Like we are, we, we blended everybody. Like her mom's my mom. Yeah. They also <laughs> we're blended everybody. There's also a difference though, because a lot of people also consider themselves blended. Like, um, let's say Travis had a child and like you had Michael and then you have Bryce, like they would consider that blended because mm-hmm. there's children from different marriages. Yes. That's also blended. Yes. Um, But I feel like what we're doing is like very unique. And when people put, especially what I'm referring to is when I see people do videos that they say like bio mom and stepmom, they'll do one video together and say that they're blended and then don't are never ever together again for like another year when they see a video that's very similar to what they're creating they'll do another one and it's like but y'all are never together they never talk about each other you don't see photos of the whole family so it's like it kind of looks like you just like drag the bio mom or stepmom in for a video and then I push her out especially when I see the bio mom and the stepmom doesn't have social media and you like force them to do a dance and get out of it I'm just Maybe like they're just showing that they do get along and like they're on a friendly level because I mean like not I mean my husband's the same way my husband doesn't have social media we kind of have to like drag him along and he's blended you know yeah but I he feel doesn't like have anything that kind of like because we knew when we did this that we were open like a can of worms for all of us like that opens up when like I feel like if I was like dragged into like a TikTok or something to do like a video with you like if you were on TikTok or whatnot and I didn't have social media and I was out of it like all the people that are saying those comments like negative and stuff like that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't Mm -hmm. defend myself because it's not there. Like, I'm not a part of it. Like, don't kind of, like, show it off to the world because they're showing it off like, you know, we are – what is that? The hashtag co-parenting TikTok or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, they're trying to make it a trend, but it's like, well, don't, like, show it out there. I don't know. I don't know know what you're saying. (laughs) I just feel like it it comes off as force, like watching some of the videos as force. Because that's like we started getting messages, or at least I've gotten messages when people think it's fake. It's like you're only pulling her in for like the videos. And I know they're saying that because they see it everywhere That's because they only follow us on TikTok. If you would follow us on Instagram, YouTube, any of the other platforms we have, you would see that we're always together. Yeah. It's not Um, force. Or if it was, I should be getting paid more. (laughs) I can't with you. (laughs) Need to revisit that contract. I just, I don't know. I try to, like, see how other people do it. And I guess I'm just, I don't know. I'm very, like, basing it on how we were a year ago when it wasn't really a thing and now it's all over the place. Yeah. You Um, know what makes me happy, though, is when we, which I didn't know, like, we follow um, someone. Her name's Paige. I didn't know she was friends with her ex-husband's wife. I didn't know either. And then I saw, so that's what that reminded me of is, like, I don't think that her kids 
stepmom or I don't, I'm not sure the relationship there. I think Paige is Paige the stepmom. No, I think I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You think I, she's the stepmom. Yeah, I think she's the stepmom. She's the new so wife. So her bio mom. I mean, obviously, I've never seen her on TikTok or anything yeah. like that. So I don't know if she is social media. But I mean, if they have a good enough relationship, and she's like, hey, you know, yeah, I don't mind being in the TikTok. Yeah. You know, it's not being forced. It's just. You just don't they see her that often. They didn't seem forced at all. What? Yeah, it could honestly be the people that I've seen because the way that they act. And here well, I, I am kind of like know who you're talking about, and those do seem forced. So yeah, some people seem forced, and it just seems very like awkward and uncomfortable. Like it makes me feel like someone doesn't want to be there, mm-hmm. which like upsets me when people act like we don't want to be there because it's like we are genuine. The one that doesn't want to be there sometimes is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my husband doesn't want to be there. He's just he look he. You know what? Like, even that is fake because he, he likes looking annoyed on purpose to irritate us. And he thinks it's funny. Yeah. So. I think I'm talking about more the women out there who try to make it seem like they do co-parenting. But let's say they're doing it on a TikTok video and then they go on, like, Facebook or Instagram or something. And they're, like, they publicly say how they don't get along with the ex-wife or the stepmom oh, or whoever gosh. it is. Like, that, I feel like, puts a bad taste in my mouth because it's, like, you're – doing all these videos just like Mm -hmm. we are which is great like we are all for healthy co-parenting but then if you go bash the other mom or the the current mom whoever the mom is like that just it makes it look bad for all of us because then people come on our things and think that we're on authentic and we have to constantly defend ourselves and it's like don't Mm -hmm. do that like you don't see us bashing each other ever on social media if we're gonna portray healthy co-parenting through and through like that's what we're doing like with the whole positivity plays that you just brought up like she brought up the stepmom in a couple of videos or i'm sorry the bio mom in a couple of videos Mm -hmm. but she's not out there going like i can't stand you know the bio mom or i don't get along with her like she's sticking to just showing a sneak peek of her private life and that's it and that's a great showing that they do get along and they do have a healthy relationship which again like i didn't even know she Mm co-parented for the longest and I thought it was great. I saw that and I was like, wow, I didn't know. I think I meant, I texted you and I was like, I didn't know she co-parented. And I thought it was really cool because I was like, me, we do that, girl. Me, yeah, yeah, we we do that too. And stick with the, like, her her whole thing is positively paged. Just Uh sticking with the positivity. And there's other people's, I think Kelsey, Kelsey, perfectly Kelsey did a video with Curtis's Mm -hmm. ex or something one time showing that they healthy co-parenting. Yeah, they have a good co-parenting relationship. So did Forever Heather. Like, they keep it positive and anything negative they don't bring up. If there is negative, like, they keep it to themselves. That's great. But there's other people there who, like, will show one positive video and then show the, like, the negative video and the bashing. Like, that's the part that annoys me because it's so forced. Like, if you're going to be friends, be friends and handle the unhealthy stuff privately. But don't be friends and be unfriends on social media because your confusion of, like, creating a toxic environment trails down to all of the other co-mamas here or genuinely trying to have something And it looks like it can't be done, like, in a serious manner. Like, people... I don't want to say the creators and you know who I'm talking about, but you know, they're very like back and forth and they record everything. And it's like one family going after the other family and going after someone's husband and talking a bunch of shit. It just looks like a mess. And it's like, I understand being authentic and I understand, you know, whatever, but it, it just makes it look like we you know we're trying to promote something that can be done. I mean, we've proven it. A bunch of other families have proven it. And if you put in the time and work, it can be done, but you're going on here promoting that your family is this amazing co-parenting family, but yet, like... It takes away the message, like, the message that we're trying to show. And, like I said, like we've said time and time again, having to defend ourselves with people thinking that we're simply just doing it for the cameras and walking away, like, this is our life, like, Mm -hmm. on and off camera. And to see other people kind of just, like, 
do it as if it's like a joke and just not take it seriously. Like whatever happens in your social media world that like if it crumbles and falls apart, like you may think it's only affecting you, but it's going to affect all these other creators who also do it because now people are going to pick apart our stuff. And like if you look annoyed in one video, they're going to be like, I know it's fake because she doesn't even look like she mm-hmm. wants to be a part of it. She and looks it's annoyed. Like, they're only here for whatever. And not saying that our, you know, that you have to have like a perfect relationship to be on camera or anything like that because we don't have a perfect relationship. No. You know, we're not saying that at all. Um, I'm just saying like, you know, you just, I don't know. What am I saying? Keep the message. Keep, keep the keep the, the message and keep your shit off social media. You don't get on there and divulge all your dirty laundry and then get upset and backtrack when mm-hmm. it gets brought up and your people start calling you out like oh i was i mentioned that to darren the other day when i was saying how people will message us and say um do you make ever fight about stuff and we're like yeah and they're like what is it and i'm like why does it matter like how about ask us know. how we handled it and continue yeah. to the next day in a healthy way like why do you think we're gonna spill the tea it doesn't matter what it is like mm-hmm. it's none of your concern we can teach you how we moved on and like you know took a, a negative to a positive but i'm not gonna sit here and tell you this was this this was her reasoning this was my yeah. reasoning because that's so people just can messy. pick sides and continue yeah. it if we're over it and like people are all they're gonna do i take megan's side i take tiffany's side well megan yeah. should have done this and she's the problematic one and Tiffany, you know what I mean? And it's like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It doesn't affect your life at the end of the day and you're not going to make ours any worse. So no, we don't need to share that. We got over it and that's all that matters. We can teach you how to, you know, problem solve and that's great, but Mm -hmm. that's never going to be us as we've said in the million podcasts because just reiterating it again, friend. Just keeping it like authentic and healthy. healthy. Um, cause a lot of people think co-parenting is a trend or they try to make it seem like it's a trend. Like it's a thing that you can do to, to be, um, relevant on TikTok for now. And then they can go off and just do whatever and go back to the negatives and stuff like that. But we're trying so hard to show the positives and show people the healthy aspects that they could have never considered beforehand. Um, and it's not like we're not doing these videos to like stay relevant or become relevant. Like we're doing them cause it's genuinely our life like we're doing the tiktok trends to relate to our lives but we're not we did not start co-parenting simply to put it on tiktok yeah and i think a lot of people think that the message we're promoting is like this is the only way to co-parent like you have to be best friends and that's not what we're saying at all again like i said you know we didn't go in with the idea of um co-parenting and i think i'm not co-parenting becoming best friends yeah And a lot of people, I think, now are trying to force it quickly. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before in uh, past videos, but if, you know, it it was literally perfect timing. We had been in each other's lives for long enough. Yeah. Mike and I had gone through enough that we needed to go to to get me to the point where I couldn't. And if you would have reached out to me two years in and been like, hey, girl, who knows how I would have reacted. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I still had a lot of shit that I had to deal with with Mike or – you know, hadn't seen you enough and been like, girl, you're just a flavor of the two years or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That's a long ass flavor. I know, but you, you know, like timing is everything and it, it felt right and it worked for us. You know, like everyone's timeline is going to be different. You don't need to look and be like, you know, we have people message us all the time and it was like, you know, it's been 10 years and mm-hmm. we're finally friends or it's been six months and we're going out for coffee or whatever, yeah. you know, like everyone's timeline's different. If it feels forced or it feels like the wrong time or there's still a lot of hostility, don't try to reach out because you're going to get a negative reaction back. And then it's going to be like, oh, well, I tried. She's just a bitch. And that's not what it is. It's 
we tell people all the time if you've got any quarrels or anything that you need to apologize for do that first first. let that you know work itself out you know if you called her mom a bitch or you you know made fun (laughs) of her grandma or told her that she was ugly you need to apologize own up to what you need to own up to say you're sorry yeah give it some time and then try to reach out but if you know you got all this hostility and then you're like hey girl let's go hang out girl i want to hang out with you either like you know it it looks fake and it can definitely come off as fake and no one wants to hang out like that so get your shit together apologize and you know what like if they don't apologize to you right then and there but they're still willing to what you know go out and be kind and whatever you know you're not always going to get the apologies you think you deserve that's just life you have to accept that and you have to move on and maybe down the line in your friendship you know like We've had a lot of conversations throughout our friendships that didn't happen when we first started being friends where, you know, we look back and we're like, you know, I'm sorry for that. Or, oh, I didn't know that until, you know, whatever. It it took a while. And, you know, it didn't all happen in the first week. So maybe you'll get your apology then. And if you don't, sometimes that's okay. Like, I still have to co-parent with Mike. I have to see Mike every single day. There's a lot of things that I did to him. I haven't really apologized for, you know, and he hasn't apologized to me for. That's just life. You're not going to get every single apology you need. But sometimes you got to be a grown-up and move on. Yes. Um, And just piggybacking on what Megan said, like, timing is everything. And it took us time. People ask us all the time, like, did you guys become best friends instantly? Like, there was four years that we didn't talk. And then Mm -hmm. there was several years afterwards where we simply worked on – a healthy co-parenting relationship and a friendship before we even did social media. So Mm -hmm. like we were stable and had a solid foundation beforehand, um, which I think is very important, especially in the social media world where people can easily try to tear you apart. It's like fast friends there though. Like everyone just wants to get the content and everything and they don't make solid foundations with these friendships. And then you just see them go up and then you see them crumble down. And I'm like, that is important. So embarrassing. Yeah, it's just it's not good. And then you have like the whole world like basically is there to judge you with it. Like just build mm-hmm. that solid foundation. That's very important. Um, that's one thing that we always tried to stay, even to see all these new co mamas that we've met and gotten to know of kind of like having their foundation solidified for years before they even did it on social media. So that they know that whatever they take on social media doesn't matter because they, they got this shit down packed off camera. They're, they're established and they're good. And that's just the way that I love to see that, to know that they're healthy and they've tried and they've been through the ups and downs without anyone, you know, around to kind of handle that first before they do this. Um, because we'd be seeing drama all over TikTok all the time. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, the, these people who follow you, they, they genuinely, hopefully fall in love with you and they're very invested into your life and you have to realize that. So yes, you can be upset that people want to know a lot about your life, but it's because they genuinely love you. So you got to create that healthy boundary. And if you're constantly, you know, you introduce someone super quick, especially in these co-parenting relationships where they know your husband, they know your kids, you bring someone in super fast and you're being like, Oh, this is my baby daddy's new girlfriend or my ex-husband's new girlfriend, whatever. And you guys are doing all this stuff and they fall in love with her. And then like, it's only been six months and then they leave yeah and you're have to having to explain you know and then the new girl's coming in and she's getting ju- you know what i mean it's just like especially if they like go like after her or something or they go after you and I've stuff like that creating that. the drama like oh i like the last one better she's a piece of shit you know yeah. like I've, I've seen it like it you gotta build a healthy foundation outside especially if you guys are planning on doing social media like 
get a, an, a good solid foundation and yeah. a good a, a good amount of trust too like it's not in respect mm-hmm. you know because you can't have you know like we have two separate tiktok accounts mm-hmm. and there's been many which i already told tiffany oh, we already went through this last week where if i'm posting you know i like to joke around a lot we both like to joke around if i'm posting a funny video i'll send it to her ahead of time and be like hey girl oh where i'm being roasted <laughs> can i yeah where i'm roasting her or whatever i'm like hey you know this is what i'm posting let me and if she would be like no don't post that i'd be like okay whatever. yeah I'm still going to post it anyway, but uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I wouldn't post it or whatever, but, or a, a picture that I'm like, okay, well, would she be okay with me posting this picture? Should I edit something? Should yeah. I do that? You know what I mean? Just so we're never embarrassed because we have that trust. Like yeah. I would never want to post anything, especially if it goes viral and you're like, damn, I looked like shit. If it's funny, if it's a if it's a video of her twerking in front of my entertainment center, that's too bad. You shouldn't have done it. That was hilarious. That is the worst that, thing I've ever done. I... <laughs> You didn't see, you couldn't see your face though, and you looked cute. Girl, I was laughing, and I'm pretty sure I looked at the camera and laughed. (laughs) Yeah, but you look cute though. No. And yeah, I mean, I did send her a video. I didn't send you that video, but there were videos in the past that video was in and you didn't say anything. So that's why I thought it was fair game. (laughs) But Tiffany did post a video of me high as a fucking kite, living my best life. No. Girl, I knew, and I looked like shit in that video, and I texted her, and I was like, you fucking bitch! um i'm still mad obviously two points to whoever can find that video <laughs> girl please do it's, it's pretty obvious i you know what's gonna be funny is they're gonna point at the wrong video and i'm gonna be dying because i'm like really you, you think this I one? terrible <laughs> and that video did go viral i believe did it i don't think so i think it did i don't know what you consider viral i think you got like 20k views i don't think so i think it did it got a lot more than that and i could kill you <laughs> So I'm just gonna do a compilation video. I told her of you know all the horrible videos of Tiffany that I look fantastic in. Posted me looking like a monkey or something. Remember the unibrow thing? Yeah, but I showed it to you, and several times I was like, actually, I need to redo that again. When everyone was like, that was the roughest filter she could have picked. I'm like, I know. I'm like, even I looked at it. I'm like, damn, Tiffany. But you knew it was coming. Uh, And we even did seven takes. We, you know, we did. I gave up on the last few. I was like, nope, you're not getting my face anymore. Yeah, she did. I got her. I'm trying Not to find yeah. Oh, maybe it didn't go viral. I told you I didn't go viral. I wish it did, did, but it didn't. You know oh. what did go viral, though, was me pointing a finger at you. <laughs> Pulling what? Pointing my finger at you. I mean, middle finger. I'm sorry. Not pointing. You pointed a finger at me. Yeah, when I did the middle finger at you. Oh. Oh, my that God. And I was apparently a hater for that. And I had to apologize virtually okay. to Megan. Not you even are. in person. I I apologize to her over tiktok <laughs> people were so mean to you i know and you know what <sighs> just real quick but it was funny because that's our personality like yeah. if you sat down with megan and i we're constantly flipping each other off oh we're my constantly God. Yes. cursing at each other we're like bitch bitch like yeah. that's how we are so just that video was a reflection of our like dynamic and the people who got it got it and the people who didn't obviously didn't yeah um, i just think it's it's just so fun. like that nail salon video especially the maybe it's just because i have a lot of common sense i don't know or just a lot of people don't but like why why would we be sitting like right next to each other so many people ask that why would we be why would i be recording you and you recording like you know like you kind of, like, use your head a little bit. I don't know. No, wait a minute. I don't know, man. I want to talk about the people who said she wasn't even recording you. And I'm like, 
Do you not see her phone? That's me with a unibrow, okay? I know it doesn't look like me, and that's probably why they're saying that, but I'm like, she 100, and I don't want to fight with them, but I'm like, she 100% was recording me. They're like, she wasn't. You're making it up. They were like, she was probably like, you know scrolling what, right. through the phone. I'm like, she was hella recording me. Yeah, that's how I tell those people. Like, you know what? Don't let her gaslight you. You guys are right. I was like, you know what's funny is when we do the skits, and it's like both of us obviously standing there willingly with a camera in front of us doing these skits, and they're like, she's a bitch. I can't believe. And I'm like, we are like, oh, I can't believe the ex-wife would be standing there. And I'm like, we're literally willingly recording this video together. Oh, like the one out when I fell onto the ground that I was hiding from you. They're like, how dare she have a key to your house and walk in? I'm like, she doesn't even have socks on because her stuff was in my house for the last 20 minutes before we started the video. How dare she just walk how into your house? How dare she walk in? Yeah, I was dying. They're like, there's no reason she and should how be there. You have a camera set up already ready to record. <laughs> when they said they're like, if she's supposed to be dropping off the kids early, then where are the kids? <laughs> At school, so we could record this damn video. <laughs> oh, that I can't. Up. We get those kind of comments all the time. It's just like, I don't know. And how do you like say in a nice way? Like, I just flat out say it. I'm like, you got to use your head. I. But then I'm a bitch. I always say you must be new here, and I don't know if they. That's kind of <laughs> shady too, though. I'm sorry. I say you must be new here and you figure out why I said you must be new here because I literally, that's all I say. And then we obviously have followers who comment and say that they're best friends and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. If you don't know who we are or the dynamic or anything, yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) defend myself. The people are like, y'all are sitting awfully close at the nail salon. I'm like, I know it's because I drove her ass there because she doesn't drive. Watch the videos. That's so funny. There's so many, so many comments where I'm just like, really? Like, I will say though, there were so many people saying that. Why are you whispering? No one else is here. (laughs) I feel like I was talking to you without the microphone knowing, (laughs) but I was like whispering to the microphone. (laughs) There were people who were saying that I should hit you or punch you for recording. And if you don't think I was ready to take that that comment and just like wait till you were here, just be like, (laughs) or what? Be like, this is from Stephanie 2502. No, the one where it was like, grab the weave. Beat the hole. Beat the hole. That's what you should have done. I should have. I should have taken that one and put it with or the comment. Or just taken the clip, like the last clip where it's like, beat the hole. I need to. I'm going to scream before that and post that. Be like, you know hilarious. what? 7256. Right. I got her. And I was like, it's about time. I've been done half with her. I'm over it. That's what Bryce says. I'm going to do that. I'm actually. over you. That's going to be my new TikTok video. I I'm going to do it especially for that girl and tag everyone who said that I should hit you and be like, I got you guys. I did what you yeah, told me to do. Yeah, because that's a normal adult thing to do is just, just walk up to somebody in a nail salon and just hit them. The mentality, like, I just know they would never follow us or be supportive of healthy co-parenting if you think that a healthy thing to do would be to, like, See your ex at a nail yeah. salon and go up and just hit them, like. Yeah, Who like even you? if you were recording me and we were not friends or friendly or anything, you don't go and beat someone. You could say like, don't record <laughs> me or you just ignore it and be like, I hope you like the video, like enjoy that for later, whatever you got to do. But like, you just don't go and attack someone like y'all need to go to therapy. So I said, Who raised you? Like, oh, I can't. Funny. People are out of control. I know. But we're going to go ahead and end this as the last tick. TikTok. Oh my God. I need to go Talking home. Talking too much. So you are home. We're at your house. 
we need to go ahead and end this as the last podcast of the season. Yes, ma'am. Um, if you guys have any ideas, I think we're hoping to start interviewing people for season three. So if there's any TikTokers, influencers, Instagrammers, YouTubers that you guys want us to interview, mm-hmm. let us know. We have a few under our sleeves that we're hoping to reach out to soon. Oh, my God. This is totally totally off topic and probably not something we would want to do but listen to this how funny it would be you know how like the radio where they're like i went on a date and i don't know why he's not calling me back and then they call the person we should do that with co-parents be like why don't you like your baby mama and she'd be like oh because she's a bitch like we got your baby mama on the phone right now (laughs) she said she never called you a bitch you're trying to blow off co-parenting edition She showed up in a thong for my son's third yeah. birthday party. Well, we've got uh, Sarah on the phone right now, and she says that was not the truth. <laughs> you come up with the weirdest ideas. I can't with you. But two thumbs up. Uh, like this video if you think that that would be, uh, that'd be a good idea. That is honestly hysterical. <laughs> Even if people don't call in for that, can you imagine a funny skit like that? Like I can't. That's that, hysterical. That, yeah, that, that sounds great. Genius. Blown Perfect. off and coming for you, co-parenting that. edition. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening in, and we'll catch you on the next season. Bye. Bye.